Hello, welcome back. You're listening to episode 35 of the Pod'em Up podcast. My name's Ollie. I'm joined by Tibbs. Hello there. And this is part two of our Sonic the Hedgehog 30th anniversary music special. Yes. Or uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 30th anniversary music special and Knuckles. And Knuckles. If, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, where we're talking about a whole bunch of Sonic games, basically. And yeah. um, we're also playing a music track from each one. Um, yeah, so... Quickly before we get into it... Yeah. Talking about the Sonic 30th celebrations. Mm. Have you played the Minecraft thing they released? I haven't, no. Have you? Yeah. Oh, how is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really it, it's really interesting. Uh, yeah, it looked um, quite interesting. I've only, I only saw the trailer like once and it looks looks alright, but I Yeah, um, it's really interesting. Um they've like recreated Green Hill Zone and two other zones. I think there's um, Sky Sanctuary and I don't know what the other one is. Maybe probably Chemical Plant. It's always Chemical Plant. It's usually Chemical. I think. In fact, I think I saw it in the trailer, so it's definitely Chemical. Yeah, Plan. it might be Chemical Plant then. Yeah. Yeah. So they've recreated those in Minecraft, and yeah. you get to navigate them in first-person view as Sonic, mm-hmm. um, which is as disorientating yeah, and difficult to control as you'd imagine. That's weird. Yeah. Um, you've got your spin dash. Um, you've got, uh, if you double tap um, the sprint button, you go extra fast, like Sonic being the fastest thing alive that he is. Yeah. Um, you got to collect your rings, you got to jump on badniks, they've got like little Minecraft recreations of Buzz Bomber and, um, is it Motorbug, the little, yeah? yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the Piranha ones, they're all in little blocky Minecraft forms. It's really cute. It's really nice, you know, the way they've done it. And it's like, you start off in Tails's workshop, and there's all loads of like little Easter eggs from Sonic games scattered okay. about the place. And cool. it's really good. It's worth checking out. It's like a, it's like six quid, I think. Yeah. Um, so if you've got Minecraft, I would, yeah, recommend checking it out. It's good fun. All oh, right, I got it on. Yeah, we've got it. We've got it on PS4. Yeah, my wife normally plays it. So I haven't really touched it much, but um, yeah, I might have a look. Mm. Yeah, recommend yeah. it. It's, it's, it's lo- lots of things for Sonic fans to to say. Oh yeah, look at that. That's that's from Sonic. That's from Sonic. That's a Sonic thing. Yeah. That's a Sonic thing. No doubt about that. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Yeah. Did you um, also hear the 30th anniversary symphony concert? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. How, what did you think? That's really good. It was excellent. I thought it was really good. Yeah, really, really well made. It's just lovely to hear those tunes in in symphonic form, anyway. But just the presentation of it was was remarkable. Yeah, yeah, stunning. Yeah, really, really good. I highly recommend anyone check that out. Um, it's just you know symphonic versions of a whole range of sonic music. You know, a lot of the things we've covered in these two parts actually. Yeah, um, yeah actually, and yeah. some nice vocal pieces at the end. So it's it's really really good. Honestly, great. Right, should we um, get on with things? Yeah, let's carry on. Okay, so uh, where we last left things, we were we'd done the nineties. We were at sort of the early parts of the noughties. We've just done Sonic Advance Two, so next up is Sonic Heroes. Let's do it. Our next game is um, Sonic Heroes. This was released at the very end of 2003 in Japan, and then 2004 for us. 
um, on the, uh, I've written the Game Boy Advance here, well that's obviously not right. Uh, it's for uh, PS2, Xbox, and GameCube. So it's the first multi-platform Sonic game, and it's the first sort of chink in the Sonic armor in a way, isn't yeah. it? Like it's the first big Sonic game that gets a little bit criticised. Um, yeah. Because I think what I think people wanted Sonic Adventure Three, and it's not really what they got. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Um, it's difficult because I I was really hyped um, for this game. Uh, Sonic Adventure Two represented me coming back into Sonic in a big way, and then obviously Sonic Heroes was the next big game. So I was very uh, I anticipated this a lot. I was I was pouring over you know the, the gameplay videos and all that stuff so much so that I went and got a um a f- I think it was called a Freeloader, which allowed you to play oh, region yeah, free yeah. games on the GameCube. I got the the American version of Mario Kart Double Dash because it had a demo disc which included Sonic Heroes. So that's the only reason I got that. <laughs> and then, because Sonic Heroes didn't come out in this country until uh, February 2004, and the Japanese version came out at the very end of 2003, I went on Play Asia and ordered the Japanese version, which is something I didn't, I hadn't really done until that point. I didn't really import stuff, but I had to. I just couldn't wait the, the, the month and a half for. For that game so i just had to have oh, it yeah. so um yeah i played this uh even before the americans which got it a few days later at the the on the last day of 2003 um so yeah um but i i liked it a lot at the time um i still have quite fond uh, memories of it it's a team-based game where you play as uh, sonic tails and knuckles all at the same time where you switch between the, a direct control of one of them They've all got different capabilities. So obviously, Knuckles is power. He can chuck the other two at stuff. Tails flies them. Sonic is the speed character, and there's different teams as well that will fulfil those roles. I liked the the whole team mechanic. I thought it added an extra dimension to Sonic gameplay. Um, you know, you quickly switch between the different things to progress. Mm. Is I I played it recently, and I I haven't played it much in recent in a while. Um, I like the early levels, but I've tried a later level, and it it does get the level design does get a bit annoying. I must say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an, I think this is a case. Maybe we're biased because we're Sonic fans, but I think it's another case of modern perceptions of it not being entirely accurate. It's not as bad as people think. No, it no, it isn't, I don't think. I mean, you know. yeah, the, a lot of the levels feel like they're, they're all sort of suspended in air, and so there's a lot of chance to, to die, and I could get, can totally get the frustration that you get with that, because I died a few times yeah. with things that weren't really my fault. But I liked that it kind of harked back to the older games in sort of, in terms of its design. You know, Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 were very realistic. They were set in the real world with humans wandering around. All the levels were based on kind of realish places. This is much more kind of, you know, uh, checkered hillsides and, you know, big casinos and things like that, much like the original games. I like that. They've got some original ideas as well, like a haunted house, which you don't get in Sonic very often. Um, and I loved all that. I liked the music and everything. So... Yeah, it's um, yeah, I I still have fond memories of it, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I mm. do as well. Um, it does feel a little bit janky these days, but yeah. I, I, I've yeah. I've only got the PS2 version, which it, I've heard is not the it's, best. It's version the worst, to play. worst of the three. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, so you know, probably you know, it's a bit tainted by that, mm. but um, yeah, it does feel a little bit, a little bit janky at times, but yeah, it's fun to be had with it, I and think I, so. you know. I think the idea of having the the three characters switch between to use their you know each character's abilities to to navigate the level I think that's a nice idea. Yeah. Um 
so yeah, it's it's not bad. Um, it's I wouldn't go out of your way to play it particularly, but you know you could do a lot worse. Oh yeah, definitely. There's worse to come. Don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> there's worse to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I say that as a as a generally quite positive Sonic fan. But yeah, there is worse to come. But yeah, before we do that, let's listen to a piece uh, from Sonic Heroes. This is uh, this is interesting. This is um, this is Mystic Mansion, and this is a, a level that has the track is made up of several different. I think they're sixteen second long pieces, and the piece changes depending on which room in the level you are. So um, the version on the original soundtrack, I never really liked because it didn't. Uh, you know, they didn't put the the sequence in an order that I like so I made my back in the day I made my own version based on like 16 like the rips from the six all the 16 second clips so I put them all together and this is a, a world exclusive this is my version of Mystic Mansion that I've had kicking around for quite a few years now oh that's cool yeah this is a bottom up exclusive so Mystic Mansion by Naofumi Hataya and Junsunoi
Okay, so this is uh, the f the next one is the final in the trilogy of the Sonic Advance game, Sonic Advance 3 in 2004, developed by Dimps. Uh, yeah, more of the same, really. I think uh, the level design is less focused on speed in this one. It's more sort of a bit more moving left and right a bit. The main gimmick for this was that you could pair up the characters in any in any form you wanted. So you can have um, Knuckles being followed by Sonic if you wanted, sort of traditional Sonic 2 style. You know, any combination that you wanted, really. And they, they gave their own sort of uh, double team moves along with it that were unique uh, I must admit usually I just play the Sonic and Tails <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was a nice idea and it was a logical one for the Sonic yeah. series you know um, yeah, I like Sonic Advance 3 uh, the controls are a little bit slippery but I like some of the level ideas in it they explored areas that you don't normally see in Sonic games and things um, anything to anything to add? nothing to add to that really I do, I'd agree with that the handling isn't the, the physics do feel a little bit a bit off compared to the other games yeah. in the series, mm. um, but yeah, it's a, you know it's a fine way to to cap off the trilogy. I think. Yeah, so this is uh, it's, it's really good, probably the best soundtrack of the three, in my opinion. Um, and this is um, a track I desperately want a remixer to to get his hands on. This is Ocean Base Act One by Tatsuyuki Maeda, Yutaka Minobi, and Teruhiku Nakagawa. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Okay, so we move on to Shadow the Hedgehog, 2005 for the GameCube, PS2, and Xbox. Yeah, you weren't lying when you said there was <laughs> <worse> to come. <laughs> well, this was controversial from the get-go, wasn't it? This game from the very first it trailer, was, yeah. people did not like what they saw. This was um, this is a spin-off starring Shadow the Hedgehog, introduced in Sonic Adventure 2, that kind of carried on from there, sort of tied up the loose ends that his story set out, really. I actually re- I remember you having a, a, a bit of a, a complaint on MSN about this at the time, about how negative the Sonic community was. <laughs> I probably did, yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> from this point on, I did a lot of that, actually. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot of interesting ideas in this game. Um, the gameplay, I played it recently, and I couldn't get on with it, really, to be honest. At the no. time, I quite liked it. And I think if you play it for the first time, I, you know, it's it, it's okay. I think the the, base, the concept is that Shadow doesn't remember where he really comes from. So he, um, in each level, you've got several people, you know, different characters appearing, and you can change your allegiance to them on the fly. And the one that you complete the level, they give you they'll give you a different mission. If you complete that mission, you'll go on a different next level compared to it so the, the levels kind of span out a bit like you know if you imagine the the, the outrun thing where I was you, gonna say where you choose a different yeah. route it's kind of like that but in sonic level form which is an idea i really really like um that you can sort of change your route through and find these different levels that you couldn't get uh so yeah there's there's that i've i've never personally had much of a problem with shadow holding a gun that seemed to be the big thing that people hated at first you know i don't it doesn't particularly bother me <laughs> I don't know about you. It's just, it's just a bit crap. I think that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. You know. It's not particularly offensive or no. you know or bad. It's just, it's just one of those ideas that just makes you just shake your head and think, <laughs> oh, why, why? Okay. Well, fair <laughs> enough. Just... I know a lot of people share that opinion. It's not. It's a. You know. I was thinking more from a gameplay perspective. Okay. So they 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 have gunplay in 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 Sonic. That's not, you know, that's not a terrible idea in principle. I was just wanted, I was interested to see where it would take you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I didn't mind it at the time. It's not going to be. It wasn't my favourite game. I didn't replay it a lot after completing it. Uh, going back to it now, it's not. It, it's it's sort of fairly mediocre game of that sort of time period, really. Um, but if you've never played it, I wouldn't particularly suggest it. But it's yeah, it's not as bad as people say. And. Uh, people made a big deal as if it were kind of like a big like the next big game in the series and i've always thought of it just as a spin-off like an experimental thing you know so it doesn't really yeah, matter I, if I, it's yeah that i bad. always saw it as like a like a, a, a you know a, not yeah like a spin-off or like a b game you know it's yeah it's just yeah it's just one of those yeah. there's there's also this you know but people seem to yeah. take it i think perhaps because it's got such a, a deep story by sonic standards you know it's um yeah, people put it as more important than it, it really has, but yeah. So the sound of the hedgehog. Let's take it or leave it. Um, the track I've chosen is um, "Sky Troops" by Jun Sunoi.
Right, so next, I think released on the same day as Shadow the Hedgehog, if I recall, um, Sonic Rush on the Nintendo DS. A much better game uh, by uh, any uh, measure. <laughs> it's funny, you, I'm embarrassed to say this, but at the time, I was more into Shadow than Sonic Rush. I got them both on the same day, and I played more Shadow than Sonic Rush, I'm sorry to admit. Oh um, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, um, it's 2D platformer. Um, this is where the boost thing comes from. This is the first boost game, which, if you're yeah. not familiar with it, it's you hold a button, Sonic goes fast, and he sort of bashes through enemies. There's a, usually a bar that depletes um, that you get by collecting rings or something else, other stuff in later games. Um, and that forms a lot of the principle of the game. So if you remember Sonic Advance 2 did things very fast, this does the same sort of thing, so you're whipping through. It uses both screens of the DS, so Sonic sort of darts uh, you've got almost like two views of it so if you're on the bottom view at the time you see what's above you then sonic suddenly goes to the top screen you can see what's below you it's quite an interesting idea at the yeah. time you know yeah, good definitely. good use of the the two screens um it makes it a bugger to play on uh, emulation these days if you want it, you just you're confined to a small vertical area of the screen uh, to play because you can't really put them next to each other but you know that's a minor gripe um yeah, it's um, it's it's a good game. Oh, it's a great game. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that. the bosses are the only thing I really have uh, issue with. They're too hard and they're too unfair. Yeah. Like I played the first level recently. Quite enjoyed the first level. Played the boss. I just kept dying on it. It's the first boss. It just kept knocking me off this this thing, and you don't really get much warning that he's going to do it, and then you got to do the whole thing again. And I remember hating the bosses at the time. They have a weird ring loss thing where if you get hit by something in the boss your rings will either drop in a neat pile or fly out everywhere and you're impossible to get them again so yeah that kind of thing really bothered me at the time I haven't really touched them since <laughs> it, it, sounds, it sounds like you just I've had enough I'm putting that down not touching that again yeah Those, back no back to Shadow the Hedgehog yeah I think that's pretty much kind of what it what it was really if I remember rightly, but I did go yeah. back to it, and and the levels are good. The levels, that you know, they're quite fun. It's um, famously got a, a very well received soundtrack. By it reminds me very much of something that would go with Jet Set Radio. Uh, that's because it's by the same composer. Ah, there you Hideki go. I didn't Na- know that. Hideki Naganuma. Ah. I think is the guy. Um, yeah, he did the soundtrack. I did not know that at all. That's funny. Uh, yep. I, yeah, that's, that's why it sounds so much like Jet Set Radio. Yeah, it's, it's no, the same guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, people love it. Um, at the time, I I didn't like it so much because I wanted something a bit more Sonicy. Mm. But uh, you know, I appreciate it for it, especially having since played Jet Set Radio on the podcast. You know, it's um, yeah. you know, there's some good tracks there. Um, you've chosen Leaf Storm, which is the first yeah. level. Yeah, any reason? Or... Uh, just well, I just thought it sounded. Uh, it, uh, I was going to make a, a, an insightful comment about how it sounded like Jet Set Radio, oh, completely oblivious to the fact that it was by the same guy. <laughs> um, you know, shows how much research I do before you know before I come onto these shows. I don't just wing it, you know. Obviously, <laughs> um, but no, that that was going to be my uh, that was going to be my point. So, okay, um, well, you've already made it, so um, yeah. we'll we'll pop this piece of music on, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Leaf Storm by Hideki Naganuma and Teruhiku Nakagawa.
Right then, um, <clears throat> awkward times coming now. We've got some Sonic the Hedgehog on um, Xbox 360 and PS3. Um, yeah, a little bit sheepish about this one. <laughs> Sonic 06, as it's more commonly known these days and the at the time. The Dark Times. The Dark Times, yeah. I was in complete denial about this game. I was like, I wasn't having any of it. No, it's a good game. It's a good game. You just have to not uh, touch this dash panel at this particular angle. You have to not grind this rail in that way, and everything will be fine. You don't get it's any no glitches. <laughs> you just walk. You just go around the glitches, and <laughs> all will be well. Just turn off the internet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't accept that I'd invested so much like uh, excitement in this game coming for it to to be disappointed. Um, and you know, I played, I, I played it all through. You know, I, I was going to uh, say, I think you've you've got the achievements for completing it with every character. I think. Oh, yeah, I completed it. I completed it the first weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was at university at the time. It's my first year. And there was a TV set up in the the little communal area, um, and I thought, oh, I'll get my 360 out there. I'll get, you know, I'll, I'll go out first first thing in the morning because um, the post was unreliable in that place. I didn't want to risk it in a pre-order, so I went out, you know, on that Friday morning, got it on game, uh, popped it in. Yeah, just sort of sat, sat there, and this, you know, um, the, the guy, the other guys are very nice about it, you know. And the, but but one of them, he was a sort of outspoken Norwegian guy, saying, yeah, have you seen the reviews of this this, this game? <laughs> <laughs> and like picking holes in it while I was playing, and I, like, and I, I just put it back in my room after the first day. And... <laughs> Your secret shame. My secret shame, yeah. But what I will say is, I played it recently, and I kind of, I, I, I didn't hate it, even after all these years. I haven't played it very much at all. Um, even when like Sonic Unleashed came out, I kind of stopped playing it. I've only played it a few handfuls of times since then, because obviously that was much better. But it, I, I. I didn't hate it, you know. I played a handful of Sonic levels, and obviously I died a few times because you know you do in that game. But I, 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 I still have a little bit of a soft spot for this game. I, I must admit, I won't, def- I won't defend it if anyone wants. To, you know, if anyone's saying, "Oh, it's a terrible game," it's all glitchy and everything. I'm, I'm not going to argue against that. But it's a guilty pleasure. What can I say? You know. The thing is, up until now. Mm. I could say with most of the games, you know, even even the the less well received ones, I could honestly say I get what they were going for. <laughs> you know, I could see what they were, what the intention was, and mm. you know, it didn't pan out the way they wanted it to. But you know, there's a core of a, a good idea there somewhere. Yeah, I can I can see your intention with this with with I, this uh, <laughs> this sentence. I don't as well. think I can say it with this. <laughs> I, d- I don't like. Uh, I don't like the style. I don't mm. like the the, the the human characters. The way he flaps about holding onto the whale in the first. Oh level. yeah, that's terrible. I hate that. Yeah, it's really silly. That I just don't. I don't, I just don't understand it. I just I, when I play it, I'm just in a, a state of constantly constant perplexedness of what's going on. I just yeah. <laughs> I mean, I tr- I've tried to to find out to try and get a glimpse of what they what what the intention of this game was, mm. but I I can't I don't understand it I don't know what they were thinking. I think 
see of all the Sonic games, this is one of the ones I want to know most about the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. You, you hear little snippets. I think I heard somewhere recently that the team was cut in half, and some of them, in order for some of them to work on Sonic and the Secret Rings on the Wii, which obviously harmed its development. They had a certain deadline to meet. I think Xbox were putting pressure on them or something. So obviously, it's an unfinished game. Well, it, I, th- I think Sega were insistent you know, it come out in time for the anniversary, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, which is silly, really, because they don't. You know, the twenty fifth anniversary recently didn't have a proper game out with it. No one seemed to mind. Um, I think that may be part of it. Um, obviously, it's got that Christmas deadline as well, which they're always keen on hitting that November thing for these sorts of games. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just it, it was that you know the opposite of that Nintendo thing where they you know they say that uh, what was what's that quote from? Um, oh, um, a, 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 a bad game can be delayed. A good game can be delayed. A bad game is bad forever. Or something yeah, like it's that. something like that, isn't it? And that, that's very much the opposite attitude that Sega had at the time. You know, it's basically just get it out there and we'll sell because it. it's got Sonic on it. We'll sell loads. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just it didn't pan out, did it? It was a it was a bit of a disaster for all of us. I bought it knowing the reviews. Okay, and right. I I knew the reputation it had, but I wanted. I wanted to like it, and yeah. I uh, I bought it expecting it to be, you know, again we we've mentioned that you know around that time people tended to be quite unfairly negative towards Sonic games, and I guess part of me hoped it was hoped it was that people being oh you know Sonic's uncool and it's just a rubbishy old. It's weird because we've only really had so much Shadow of the Hedgehog and Sonic Heroes at that point, really, isn't yeah. it? That's the only ones you could really throw the accusation at. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun, looking back, it's funny to have still to have that opinion, really, even that time, at that time. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I I bought it wanting it. I I wanted to like it, but I mm. yeah, I I I, I didn't. But no, it's fair enough, you yeah. know. I mean, it's it's. I think yeah. I think it, it, no one would argue it's it's probably the lowest point in the Sonic franchise. Up yeah. To I mean, it's they didn't do any fa- do any favors for themselves by calling it Sonic the Hedgehog, did they? No. And marketing it as a sort of a um, what's the word a re a, a re reimagining of yeah. a soft reboot of Sonic, you know, which it isn't in any regard really, even in the story. But it's just it's it, yeah that didn't help, <laughs> um, you know, and the fact that it's just a major game in the in the franchise can fail so spectacularly is is quite you know. It's, it's quite significant, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I say, I just, I the overwhelming thing of the whole thing is just what were they thinking? I don't know what I mm. don't know what what the thought process was. But you know, it is what mm. it is, and you know things did get better. So you know, it's 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 a it's a blip on the radar. Yeah, yeah. I like to think of it. Anyway, what it does have that's good about it is a good soundtrack. And I've chosen a good piece <laughs> from that soundtrack. Um, this it marks a change. Until now, we've had Jun Sonoi being the main sort of leader of the, the the Sonic, the sound of Sonic. He would do a lot of the sort of the rock-inspired kind of stuff in Sonic Adventures and and Sonic Heroes. This was a much more varied approach by Tomoyo Otani, who takes over and is still kind of the the head guy now for Sonic Sound. Um, and I've, cho- I've for that purpose, I've chosen a, a sort of a more kind of relaxed 
uh, thing than what we've been hearing so far, which is quite energetic stuff, you know, to mark this kind of change. Because it was very striking how different the soundtrack was compared to the, yeah. some of the earlier ones. But it's a really, really good one. It still hits all the sort of melodic beats that you would expect, but it's just in a different way and sort of slightly more interesting instruments and stuff. So this is uh, from the level Flame Core. It's called The Cavern, and it's by Tomoyo Otani. <laughs> Okay, so our next uh, game, um, while we were all reeling from Sonic 06, uh, the other the other half of uh, Sonic Team were working on Sonic and the Secret Rings for Nintendo Wii. Uh, this is in 2007. Um, did you play this? No. Yeah, you didn't. Oh, right. It's, it's... Actually, I might have done once. I, haven't f- I definitely haven't finished it. Yeah, it's an interesting game. It's... Um, 
basically it's kind of an auto runner in a sense but you because obviously it was an early Wii game so every early Wii game had to use the the Wii remote in interesting ways so Sonic's running constantly and you've got to move him left and right by move holding the the Wii remote sideways and moving it physically left and right to dodge stuff um, and when they focus on that that it's quite a, a nice experience because you're just sort of running fast dodging stuff it feels quite good just shifting left and right but it's when they sort of stop and do more platformy stuff it really feels awkward you know yeah. i think if i had to sum up the game in one word it would be awkward you know yeah um is is that the game where there was a there was some controversy over a, like there was a competition to have some fan art featured in the game and it turned out someone had copied someone else's art or something yeah rings a bell um that might have been that might people. have been the sequel black knight that oh, black knight be, has yeah. fan art in it so it probably was that one it's probably yeah. that one yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's sort of it's at this time Sonic games sort of started branching out into sort of themes. So this one was sort of themed on kind of the Arabian Nights and, and tales that are related to those kind of things. And you had you had Sonic other Sonic characters in it, but they were all all playing like roles, different roles. They were playing characters like yeah. Sinbad and and that sort of thing. Which is Am a bit I weird. imagining it, or was it intended to be like a whole storybook series? I sort mean, of. Ended up doing two. Yeah, they did two. I think it might have been that was a, it was an idea they they yeah. were kind of running with really. Um, but yeah, it's it, there's some nice level ideas in it. It's, it sort of branches out into new territories, that kind of thing. It's um, the the soundtrack's pretty good, but it's when it's when you have to do platforming that's, that you have you can stop, but it is quite awkward. You have to sort of hold. I think how do you do? I oh, know you hold the Wii remote back to stop, and then kind of go backwards. If you want to go backwards, you sort of sidles back a little bit, and then you can stop by holding the jump button down. And then releasing it. It was all very a bit. It was all a bit weird. Mm. It's not one I return to very often, to be honest. Um, but it's 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 interesting, I suppose. If you um, if you see it cheap, it, you you know you could pick it up and it, you wouldn't have a terrible time with it. But yeah, it's one of those things, really. It's quite experimental. Sonic Team were very experimental at this time with lots of different ideas and, and things like yeah. that. Mm. Anyway, the track I've chosen from it is um, is a good one. It's um, it's the level Levitated Ruin, uh, aka High and Broken on the OST. I always prefer to keep keep to the level names rather than these names that they give the level music on the on the on the soundtracks. I don't I don't like it when they do that. So this is Levitated Ruin by Fumi Kumatani.
Okay, next, also in 2007, we have um, the sequel to Sonic Rush, Sonic Rush Adventure, on the Nintendo DS, uh, developed by Dimps. This was, um, in terms of the Sonic gameplay, very similar to Sonic Rush. Uh, so you have the two screens on top of each other, Sonic runs, dashes up and down between them, or with the boost button. Uh, but this one was kind of a bit more RPG-ish. No, it was yes. Again, so this is a, a nautical-themed Sonic game. It's all, all sort of set in pirates and stuff like that. They had robot pirates and, and all that kind of stuff. So basically, all the levels took place on different little islands, and rather than just going to them automatically, you had to kind of sail to them using like a jet ski or a, a submarine later on or a boat. You kind of plot. You kind of plotted out your journey on the DS touchscreen. Um, you had to collect materials from the levels to build new machines, talk to people. So it had a little bit more of an RPG-ish tone, yeah. a little bit a bit more of an adventure. I yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I did. I prefer it to the original. Yeah. I like I Sonic Rush Adventure. It's a good little game. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> what I really love about it is that it's, in this country at least, I think it got a, an age rating of 12 because um, there's a character in it called Marine the Raccoon who only appears in this game and she's kind of an Australian character and she's <laughs> I, I think they didn't realise that this word wouldn't you couldn't it isn't really acceptable here but she says the word bugger four times in the game <laughs> <laughs> and it results in it getting an, an a tw- age rating of 12 for like you know a quite a, what would otherwise be a child friendly Sonic game yeah. Uh, with like a, a bad language sort of symbol on it, <laughs> which I thought was really okay, funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, a bit it's of a uh, bit of a slip up on their yeah. <laughs> on their part. Yeah. Um, so the track I've chosen it um, it doesn't have the composer of um, Jet Set Radio doing the soundtrack this time. Um, it's a much more sort of sonicy soundtrack. Um, as much as I like the the, the Jet Set Radio style, I, I think I prefer this sort of thing. So yeah. this is um, Haunted Ship Act 1 and 2 um, by Tomoya Otani. I called him Tomoyo Otani earlier. That's is, I believe it is a Tomoya, so I probably called him something completely different. Sorry about that. Um, Seiro Okamoto and Mariko Namba. <laughs>
moving quickly into 2008. This is Sonic Unleashed for the Xbox 360 and PS3, although an alternate version was also available on the PS2 and Wii, um, developed by Sonic Team. So this uh, is the next big game, isn't it? Yeah. So trying to pick up the pieces from Sonic 06 created a much more presentable game, I would say, first of all. Yeah, yeah. It took what worked with these boost things in Sonic Rush. They obviously thought that that worked well, so they've applied it to 3D Sonic. Um, well, this game is famous for having two, a day and a night version. So in the daytime version, it's the, the, it basically creates the modern boost 3D Sonic game. That, uh, there have been several iterations of this. This is the original, really. So it splits between 2D and 3D gameplay. In the yeah. 3D gameplay, Sonic is moving. He's not moving automatically. You can stop him and move around easily, but it's it's very much directed forward. You're very you're encouraged to keep going um, and sort of dodge stuff, react to things very quickly. And then there's a 2D version as well, and the the levels sort of flip back and forth throughout. Um, and these are really fun. I really enjoyed these. It was felt like a very fresh way of doing 3D Sonic. And one that made sense. It was it sort of what what it lacked in the momentum-based gameplay of earlier Sonic games. I think it made up for in just the the general thrill of it. You know, it was these yeah, were very exciting levels yeah. to play. Would you say that was true? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Of course, the other side the other side mm. of the coin is um, <laughs> the werehog. Yeah. So this kind of ruins it a bit, really. It does. I kind of. Are you familiar with the Jurassic Park films? Yes, very. In the second film, The Lost World, mm. John Hammond, the guy, the head guy at Jurassic Park, he's trying to convince Ian Malcolm to return to a second island so he can take some photos and stuff. Yeah. And he says, don't worry, I'm not making the same mistakes again. <laughs> and Ian Malcolm replies, no, you're making all new ones. <laughs> and I think that pretty much sums up my feelings about... <laughs> Sonic Unleashed. <laughs> it's like, yeah, brilliant. You've learned all the lessons from uh, from Sonic 06. You've undone all the bad. Great. Why have you added this thing? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're not familiar, in the story, Sonic turns into a werehog, a werewolf-style version of himself. And it happens at night, and in day he goes back to normal. And he loses his speed, and these are very sort of slow, much slower platform levels, but they are quite dull. They're yes. very, very long. <laughs> Involves um, a sort of a beat 'em up style thing, yeah. which is handled fairly well. It just happens way too frequently, um, and the plat and the platforming is very precarious. I'm going to say the platforming's pretty awful. Yeah. There's like there's invisible walls. There's like there's Ledges that look, you look literally look like you should be able to climb up onto, you mm. just can't. Yeah, just can't do it. Mm. I don't, I don't like it. No, it's not. The, those levels are not what I return to when I play the game. No, I um I think if you can power through the whole game, you know you can just go back and play those daytime levels and you have loads of fun. I did that for months on end. You know mm. it was brilliant. But the the problem is the the game seems to be very concerned about being too short. So, for one thing, these levels, the Werehog levels, there's a daytime version and a nighttime version of each stage, of each sort of zone, if you will. The the daytime version is a, 
at its worst probably about 10% the length in time time wise of the nighttime version it really is just a quick run through it takes three minutes you know the nighttime version will take you literally 30 minutes to just <laughs> to wade through you know wade is exactly how yeah. it feels and it's just that that balance is just it's not it's not a fair balance is it you know it doesn't no. it just feels like you're just you know you're really earning these daytime levels <laughs> And it's like you said, the daytime levels are so good as well. They, yes. you know, yeah. they're just they're just good fun to play. I'm not saying they're they're the best Sonic has ever been, but they're just good fun. They're, they're just, just yeah. They're just they're just fun. Yeah, they if are. If there was a whole game of that, I think the game would have been so much more fondly remembered and well received than it was. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it is a shame because. Um, you know, I, I like this game a lot. Mostly for the, I, you know, I just I kind of put up with the nighttime stuff. Um, I wasn't really enjoying it, but yeah, it was all worth it for the daytime stuff, really. But you know, it's and it even makes you. It's so worried about it being too short that it even makes you go back and replay stages to get more of these moon and sun medals in order yeah. to unlock new levels after that as well. So it, I don't know. It's it's just a little bit a little bit undercooked, wasn't it? Yes. That, that whole idea. Really, yeah, and Sonic Team know it these days. They, they don't really uh, celebrate the Werehog or <laughs> I was gonna say back in any way, really. I, I don't, don't think, think he's been referenced or mentioned in anything else since. I, I think. don't think so, no. <laughs> Not in the comics, there's no figures of him. He's just like erased from history. It erased from history, yeah, no, it never happened, yeah. Anyway, um, does have a very, very good soundtrack. Oh, yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, all the, um, it's got a very sort of world kind of theme because it's in in japan it was actually called sonic world adventure because he goes all around the world um not earth but sort of an earth-like planet where there are lots of similar there's like a new york there's like a sort of a european kind of city china that kind of thing um the one i've chosen is the one for um the the country holoska which is uh, obviously a northern icy region um, this is the daytime stage for uh, cool edge which i think because we don't really have access to ice cap zone anymore the, the theme um, because it's owned by you know Brad Buxer all that kind of licensing nonsense this is kind of a, a, a fairly reasonable replacement actually it's it's got the same kind of vibe it's very cool and it's also being composed by Tomoyo Otani so this is Cool Edge Day <laughs>
next year was um, 2009, and that saw Sonic and the Black Knight, which is the sequel to Sonic and the Secret Rings, um, which is another in the storybook series uh, on the, the Nintendo Wii. I'm guessing you didn't play this one either? No. Yeah, you you haven't missed much. No. Again, um, again I might have played it briefly, but certainly not, not to any, any degree that I could give any meaningful comment yeah it's it's less worth catching up with than than the first one this was based on an arthurian theme so sort of uh, knights of the round table that kind of thing um sonic has a sword which is somewhat controversial aspect Ex- yeah i think so yeah yeah um uh, yeah. how do you describe this game it's not very good basically um <laughs> Similar, it was also running similarly. You don't have to uh, move the Wii remote left and right anymore. You've got access to the nunchuck, so you can move him with that stick, um, which is probably an improvement, I suppose. But it's just the level design, it's so dull. You All you seem to be doing is just running, and then some enemies appear, and it's much easier to just jump over them than it is to interact with them in any way. And I, 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 I haven't really played it much since I got it and finished it. Um... I played it briefly the other day, just for the purpose of catching up with it on this this podcast. And I played it on the, when it was the twentieth anniversary, just to, for the sake of playing some Sonic games. Um, and that's it, really. And I, my overriding memory of it is that it's just, all I was doing was just running and jumping over enemies. That's <laughs> and swinging. You, I think you sw- you swing the Wii remote to to swing your sword, obviously. Mm. Um, and it's just uh, it just doesn't really work. It didn't do it for me. It's a bit dull. Yeah, I think that's the general consensus from what I understand. Yeah, it's, not... it's, it's certainly one of my least favourite Sonic games, I would say. Yeah. One of my least favourite 3D ones. Um, the only really good thing I can say about it, it's got a reasonable story with a sort of a genuine twist in it, which was quite good. The the <laughs> the, the user interface on the, the main menu is quite nicely designed. But, you know, if, if that's one of the only things you can find that's good <laughs> about a game, it's not... It's not a glowing review, is it? No, not really. Soundtrack's okay for the most part, not one of the best, but the track I've chosen from it is really good. Um, it's actually by Tommy Tallarico. He's he did this is the only track he did in it, um, and this is called and it's like a really quite awesome rock theme. It's it's really good. Um, so this is part. This is multi- sounds like it's in keeping with the whole the whole Arthurian theme then. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he loved a bit of rock, didn't he? He loved a bit of rock, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, he's always rocking out. Um, so this is uh, the level Molten Mine by Tommy Tallarico and Junsenoy.
2010 saw um, Sonic Colors on the Nintendo Wii. Yes. And it was uh, much better received. Oh, it's very than, good. Than most of the games we've talked about in the last <laughs> in the last half hour or so. Yeah. Um, this was, um, but but it was it was just a, a 3D Sonic game taking its cues from Sonic Unleashed. Similar boost stages, less about running, I would say. It introduced the Wisp idea. So the idea of the game is that Eggman has created an interstellar amusement park by um, stealing these aliens called the Wisp and using them to power stuff as he tends to do with living organisms and he's built a big theme, built a big theme park out of several planets in the sky which is pretty cool and you can retrieve these wisps and when you do they give you special powers like the laser wisp can have you firing off into uh, particular directions the drill wisp is pretty cool you can drill right into the ground uh, hover very self-explanatory that kind of thing so um yeah it was an interesting kind of ideas that didn't ruin the game they sort of they were quite they were fairly well done they just added to it really nice level designs like visually like lots of different worlds you haven't really played before so it felt very unique hmm. um it's a really good game yeah i actually. really enjoyed it yeah it's funny last year or last couple of years a lot of sonic fans sort of turned on it a bit for some reason they decided that oh the level design is a bit blocky the cutscenes are really cringy Oh no! It was a, it was a terrible game. We were wrong to say it was a good game. And then th- earlier this year, when they announced that they're doing a Sonic <laughs> Colors remaster, everyone was like, "Oh my God, Sonic Colors amazing!" Oh, no. And it's just—I yeah. gotta be honest—I was surprised by the Sonic Colors remaster. I, mm. as much affection as I hold for the game, I, you know, I spent a lot of time playing it. I do, I do think it's a, you know, it's a probably is certainly the best Sonic game on the Wii. Yeah. Um, can't imagine there were many people clamouring for a remake or a, you know a remaster. Um, I there were. I mean, it's, it's it's a nice to have, but yeah, I, I I'm I'm a bit surprised that that popped up ahead of say Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure Two, you know any of the the big ticket Sonic games that they could have given the you know a full sure. remaster. Oh yeah, sure. Um, I think the only answer to that is because it was easier to do. Yeah. basically, it's yeah. not in HD already, and it's on the Wii. I mean, everyone's got a Wii kicking around, but not necessarily plugged in. So, um, so it's worth it for that. All they got to do is bump up, you know, the resolution and everything. But all, although having said that, they have put a lot of effort into it. They've remodeled a lot of stuff. They've got um, new music remixes and stuff. There. So they put they've put a fair amount in. Oh, okay. Although I must admit, the more I see and hear of it, the less I like of it because the remixes aren't as good. I'm hoping you can switch between the two soundtracks and some of the the, the sort of the re done the done up stages actually ironically look a bit darker and less colorful than the original oh, yeah. sonic colors levels so yeah, i'm a bit i'm, I'm gonna get it and i'm gonna see it, you know try it out we'll play through it and everything and i'm sure it'll be fine but yeah i don't know i'm tempted to just get it on pc and hope that people can mod these things back in to make you know, the proper experience so yeah, yeah I mean, we'll see yeah on pc it'll definitely be you know modded but yeah so anyway, um, so that's coming in September, I believe. So that's that's the only real, other than this Sonic Rangers thing, that's the only real thing coming up. That's they're they're really pushing it as the twin as the thirtieth uh, anniversary Sonic game celebration thing, which is a bit yeah, you know so, cheap, given that it's you know came out eleven years ago. But you know whatever. So you've chosen this track. Um, this is um, the main theme, "Reach for the Stars." It's a good little song. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I like mm. the I like the bit that goes. I bet. 
such good. It's a good bit, yeah. Listen I like for it. it. You love it. Yeah. When it comes on, you'll be like, oh, yeah, he's right, actually. That's really oh, good. yeah, that is a real good yeah. So this is by um, Tomoya Otani and vocals by Jean-Paul Makhlouf. Uh, well, I'm probably saying that very wrong. Makhlouf? Makhlouf, sorry. Jean-Paul Makhlouf.
Jay. It's good. <laughs> it is good. Yeah, did you hear the little bit? Yeah? Yeah. Tibbs will do it again for us just in case you missed it. Yeah, that bit. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, 2011 is um, Sonic Generations time. This was the 20th anniversary game. Um, and it was, um, I would say, a lovely celebration of all that has come before. Yeah. Did you, did you like Sonic Generations? I did. Um, yeah, I did. I, I liked it more at the time than I have in the the years since. Oh, okay. Um, but that's purely... I think it's because it's... There's been a lot of repetition of the the zones that were in yes. it ever since, this and is, I, it makes it, me less inclined to go back and play it again. I think that's all it is. This is the thing. This was the biggest difference between the noughties and the the tens in terms of Sonic games. A, there are many, many more Sonic games in the noughties than the tens because Sega started to run out of money. I think. Um, but the big difference is in the noughties, Sonic games were much more experimental. They wanted to do lots more new ideas, so they didn't want to look too much at the past. So every game was a new idea, a new idea, going to new places. In the tens, there was too much looking back at the past in a, in a superficial kind of way. So oh, let's just chuck these zones in, and the, the fans will love it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it started with Sonic Generations, which at the time was welcome because. You know, we've just been through a whole decade where that wasn't the case. So yeah, it was and nice. Like you say, it was a really nice celebration of of Sonic history up to that point. Yeah, and the great thing is they brought back classic Sonic, which is something I thought they'd never do. So the modern design originated from Sonic Adventure, and then the original sort of shorter, pudgier design from the original games. Um, the two met each other in a sort of a time travel event that had them running through various different zones from their pasts. Uh, and it was really cool. You had a classic version and a modern version of each one, and yeah, it was really good. I think it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. So the classic version had obviously the two D gameplay. It was all in three D. It was two point five D really. Um, the engine was pretty good, and then the modern gameplay was sort of um, a more refined version of the Sonic Unleashed formula, I would say. So it's, it's the yeah. boost gameplay, um, less sort of falling off things. I find playing recently Sonic Unleashed. I found that the button for homing attack is the same as the button for boost. So if you misjudge a homing attack, you'll boost and go flying off the the level. Whereas in Sonic Generations, I don't think that happens. I think it's the same button as jump. So things like that, little tweaks that make it much easier to play. And it is a game that I come back to all the time and I absolutely love. Um, I think I know what you mean about since then they have redone these levels, but it doesn't ruin it for me because I think... It doesn't ruin it, but it just... I just I'm less inclined to go back and play it. I think because it's just like it's always Green Hill, it's always Chemical Plant, it's always yeah. Sky Sanctuary, and particularly Sky Sanctuary. I don't really understand the apparent reverence for it. It was never really a standout level to me personally. Oh really? Oh, yeah. I, love, I love Sky Sanctuary, but um, it's not a well-known one outside of the Sonic community. No, it appears no. at the end of Sonic and Knuckles. So you know you would think you'd pick an early like Mushroom Hill or something. But they're really well done, the way they brought the graphics up to date. Mm-hmm. The levels are really well designed, really fun to play. Um, I will often just, you know, at the end of a, an evening, I've just done a, a main game, say the book club game, for example. I've got 10 minutes. I'll, I'll just load up Sonic Generations, play a couple of levels, and I end up sitting there for half an hour just playing, just picking more and more levels to play. And yeah. there, there, there isn't really a bad one in the whole thing. 
you know even the extra levels that you get you know above the you know the whole white world thing and you go up find all the extra little missions they're good as well mm. um there's just so much content in there really once you get up to those things so about 90 different extra missions or something like that yeah um yeah. and th- there's very few bad ones even among them and it's just it's it's i think in my opinion it's probably the best 3d sonic game i think yeah i think probably yeah mm. yeah i think probably it is yeah mm. um i got the I got it on the 360, and I also got the the 3DS version because there's yeah. there's exclusive levels on the 3DS version, but I there honestly are. can't remember what they are. But they're there. They are there. Yeah, there's there's a good selection on there as well. There's things like Casino Night, Emerald Coast, and uh, like uh, a couple from like Sonic Rush, even you know. Mm. So it, yeah, that that's uh, that's a fairly good version as well. It is, um, obviously, yeah. it's completely it works different. Surprisingly well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a completely different game essentially, but you know, it's it's good too. So, yeah, but I, I highly recommend anyone checking it out. If you haven't really delved into Sonic or 3D Sonic since, you know, the early days, I think that's one of the definitely one of the ones to go for. I really want to get the collector's edition they did for it. Do you not have it? I, I've I got don't it. have it. Yeah, I pre-ordered it uh, initially, and I, I think I got it from Amazon, and it wasn't coming in time for the release date. It was like it was just going to come like the Monday after, and mm. I couldn't possibly go that weekend without playing it. So I just <laughs> went out to HMV and bought another just a normal copy. Yeah, I double dipped, <laughs> but I just I was so looking forward to this game, and I just couldn't stand waiting another weekend for it. it was, that was just out of the question for me. Yeah, yeah, but the, the collector's edition is really good. Yeah, it's, it's really nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've chosen the track. the The soundtrack is sublime for this game. It takes. It's mostly composed of, of older tunes, but they're all been you know updated really, really nicely. I my favourite one. I'm not really going to go for a classic one. I'm going to go for one from Sonic Unleashed, which is this is Rooftop Run Act Two. I this is one of my go to levels in the game. It's really really fun. It's a modern Sonic level. The this music is it's probably one of my favourite Sonic tunes of the whole series. It's just so it's just one of those exhilarating things you just sort of run through. Um, you know, it's, it's almost a sense of euphoria when they get Sonic this right. You know, and the, and the music is there with you. Um, it kind of when we were talking about Sayonara Wild Hearts and how the music so fits the gameplay so perfectly yeah. and they they become fused as one. Everything That's how sort of meshes together. Yeah, that is exactly how I feel about Sonic levels like this where you play the same every time you replay it you play you play, replay the same sort of route every time and you do the same things at the same sort of times and the as as a result the soundtrack is in the same places so there's a bit in this track where it kind of it gets really energetic and then it calms down and you kind of take a breath and it it sort of that, that happens in the level as well that the gameplay slows down to, for me whenever i play it, it just happens to be that way and it's just it's just you you feel how excited you've been getting you know mm. so i'm very passionate about this as you can hear yeah, so this is tell. um yeah so this is rooftop run act two by tomoya otani
actually we're going to do Sonic 4 episode 2 next and you can't really talk about Sonic 4 episode 2 without talking about Sonic 4 episode 1 which came just before Sonic Generations so we're going to probably talk about both of them I should think so this came out in 2012 episode 2 episode 4 came out in 2010 and this one was for the 360 PS3 mobile and PC and it was most developed by Dimps and Sonic Team I believe yeah I got a confession about this one about Sonic 4 I got it on the day it came out the night it came out like at launch at midnight or something on I think I had my own uh, the old iPhone 3GS at the time I think yeah that's what I would have had yeah yeah, I had that, and I had like a little website where I wrote like reviews yeah. that you and I think three other people ever actually read. Yes, I remember. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, and I gave it a really good review. Yeah. I thought I really enjoyed it. Mm. I don't know what I was thinking. No, <laughs> I really don't know what I was thinking. I think I was just caught up in the excitement. I think a lot of people were because it's it's, terrible. You know, it's, it's yeah. I think the thing is, it's Sonic Four. It's the game you waited at the time sixteen years for. Yeah. So. I think it, I, th- I think I was just in denial. I was yeah. playing it as just it, you like did, you did no, a Sonic really 6 good. with me. Yeah, yeah, that's it's exactly really how. Good. Yeah, um, I, d- I I still think it's okay as a game, but not as a Sonic Four. Certainly, no. It, it's it, it's basically if you haven't seen it, it's not a Sonic Mania. It's not like they've gone back and done the same graphics as the original games and just sort of pretended it slots right in there in in the middle of the 90s it's done with a uh, sort of drawn graphics um and pre-rendered stuff i think sonic's sort of pre-rendered but it's modern sonic it's not classic sonic and they they do things in a classic style but in a much more obvious way than you would really want so there's a green hill clone there's a casino night clone there's a labyrinth clone and there's a yeah. um a metropolis clone and they're all there's a few original ideas in there, but they're mostly just carbon copies of those original levels. And it was just a bit underwhelming in that regard. But the thing that most people had the problem with is the physics. There's yeah. just no momentum in the game whatsoever. I feel like some middle manager came along at some point, played an early version that did have some sort of momentum. But the thing is, he'd never played a Sonic game before. And he said, well, what? he's just sort of rolling by himself. What's going on? I don't like this at all. No, no, no. Make sure that you only move when you hold forward. Yeah. If you stop holding forward, you stop dead. That's that, that's the way it's got to be. And I think that something like that probably happened, and the result was that it just people hated it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a, I mean, anyone in the Sonic, I think there's a, a YouTube channel very well known in the Sonic fandom, fandom um, Cybershell. Mm. Um, he's got a video why Sonic 4 sucks I would recommend watching that if anyone's not sure about what, what you're talking about physics and momentum and everything like that he demonstrates it quite <clears throat> yeah, quite simply what's wrong with the game and there's mm. a lot wrong with it but um, yeah physics yeah. is the main thing It's just it just doesn't feel like a Sonic game should feel no you kind of even at the time because I was swept up in it as well and even at the time, I remember thinking, "There's something that doesn't feel right about this," but I couldn't put my finger on what it was. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you, and then yeah, sure enough, if you play it, like even if you do a spin dash and then but don't hold right, he will go like you know three feet and then stop. Yeah, and then just stop. <laughs> and it's just ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, it doesn't yeah. even work as a move. And they they've added the homing attack in as well. Yeah. I d- yeah. I d- oh, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what I don't know what I was thinking at the time. I really don't. Mm. Um, the thing, I mean, the thing is, if you were to 
take Sonic out of it, keep the level design and the physics the way they are, and yeah. replace all the Sonic stuff with a completely original IP that's like a you know it is sort of a Sonic spiritual successor or a Sonic inspired game. I don't think it would be that bad because it's once you kind of get the whole holding right thing, you know, it's not it's not unplayable. It's you know it's a game. It's a platform game. It wouldn't be that bad. No. no. But, I but, mean, I mean, you look at Freedom Planet, which yeah. was a Sonic game. It's essentially a Sonic game with, you know, a few tweaks to the, the, the gameplay and some, you know, all the original characters. Yes. That's a thousand times better than Sonic 4. Oh, of course it is, yeah. You know, I'm not saying just, it would be a just, great game, but I no, think I was it would say, be... It's just not... It wouldn't be an atrocious game. Um, but, yeah, it's a shame. And the fact that it's called Sonic 4, it's just such a shame, isn't it? I mean... I think alarm bells started ringing for me when they said it was going to be episodic as well. Mm. You know, the idea of having, you know, Sonic... I know episodic games was like the, you know, the cool thing back then. But that never sat right with me either, having like, you know, Sonic games split up into... Because it was meant to be... I think it was meant to be... Was it three or four games originally? Possibly. I think it was meant to be three. They were thinking... They were hoping to do three at least, I think. Yeah. And then... I mean, they did episode one, and everyone hated it. They did episode two, no one really cared. Although episode two does play a lot better than episode it, one. It does play a lot better. There, there obviously has been work done with episode two to try and address some of the, the complaints. But, yeah, yeah. you know, short of overhauling the whole game, I think it's, there's not much more they could do to, to fix it, really. No, I mean, and the, the, that result means the two don't really feel like... A unified game, like it's not like Sonic Three and Sonic and Knuckles, where you connect them and they have exactly the same physics engine, no. and it all it all goes seamlessly. The two games feel quite different. Yeah, and um, that's the thing that you know, even if they were going to do it episodic, they could have you know, you would think. I mean, I'm not. Maybe this isn't obvious, but I would have thought an obvious feature would be to import your save data from yeah. the first episode into the second, so you can carry on. Yes. But and somehow merge the two together. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because I think even though the um, the versions of Sonic Three and Sonic and Knuckles on the on the 360, if you had both, I'm sure you could unlock like Sonic Three and Knuckles, couldn't you? That like, rings a like, bell. Yeah, like you could actually connect them in a yeah. way, in a sort of digital way. So there's no reason why they couldn't do that. I don't think. Um, but yeah, it's it's a shame really. Episode two is is a lot, but they fit. They've they've done a lot with the physics. It's not perfect, but there is at least momentum in it, um, and the levels are still quite derivative. But there's a lot more originality in there as well. There's at least one completely original level in it, which is you know good to have. Um, <laughs> so yeah, episode two is the one to go for if you want to go for either of them. Yeah. But yeah, it's a thing that happened, um, and yeah. I don't, a lot of people don't really talk about it anymore, I think. No, I mean, it, it's a wasted opportunity. It was, yeah, it was a real shame. Mm. You know, the excitement when it was actually, you know, oh, this is going to be Sonic 4. Yeah. It's like, oh, and the fact that amazing. And then... In a few years, some fans will do a much better job with something oh, yeah. they, they probably could have called Sonic 4 had this not happened. Oh, imagine if they had. Yeah. Imagine there's, a, there's another universe somewhere where that was where Sonic Where that 4. happened, yeah, and everyone, and it was and a perfect Sonic 4. It's world peace. Yeah. All the all the warring <laughs> factions of the world united because yeah. we had the proper Sonic Four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, this so this one has um, uh, unlike that, the game that we're referring to, it has um, a sort of a Mega Drive style chip tune soundtrack in it, composed by Jun Sonoy. 
the particular track I'm going for is Sky Fortress Zone Act 3. This was from episode 2. And yeah, give it a listen. talked about this next game before i believe you i'm guessing you still haven't played it sonic lost world no i played no. the demo yeah but i haven't played it um because mm. it it's just a bit too expensive for me to take a chance on um i want to get it's, it for the wii u but every yeah. second hand copy i get it's like i find it's like 20 25 pounds it's yeah. like that's, that's a bit yeah, much right. to take a gamble on really i don't think it sold well i mean the wii u didn't sell it well in general but you know, right that surprises me hmm. mm. okay yeah, if you can get it for cheap, I think it's worth. I think it's an underrated game. I've a got lot... it on PC, but I don't have a PC to play on it. Oh uh, yeah, so... fair enough. I, it's not super demanding, so if you can get a reasonable PC, I don't. You know, it's um. It, yeah. It, it, I think it'll run fairly well. So a lot of people don't like this game. I I wasn't crazy about it to begin with, but over the years, I've I've only grown more affectionate for it. I would say it was a surprise initially that. It, they didn't go with the boost formula, which seemed to be working really well for them. They sort of decided to go a completely different route and slow down Sonic and make a you know a more thoughtful game, more a game that is based visually quite heavily on Mario and Mario Galaxy in particular. 
there's a lot of kind of spherical worlds to walk around a lot of kind of long cylindrical things so it does that sort of gravity thing that mario galaxy does mm. um the visual style is much kind of brighter much yeah much i more... actually really like how it looks the, the, yeah. the, the art style in it i think is really nice and vibrant and, and very sonicky. i think yeah it's kind of a it's almost compared to other sonic styles you would call it more of a mario aesthetic yeah. but i think yeah. it actually really works with sonic you've got kind of the classic badnik enemies in there there's a focus on recapturing the animals, you know, like in the original games. Mm. Um, it's a nice little game. It's it's famous for having a run button. So you hold the trigger to, to run um, rather than using momentum. Um, and similarly to recent 3D Sonic games, it has a, a 3D bit and a 2D bit. I think the 2D doesn't work so well with the run thing. It just, it, it's, you can get used to it, but it's the, the, you never quite have the momentum you've, feel like you should have you know it feels a bit weird but yeah. in 3d i think it actually works quite well you can actually jump from platform to platform when you're not holding the run button quite easily without fearing that you're going to fall off which happens in almost every other 3d sonic game um and so they, they have some nice sort of little platforming segments that aren't just about running and actually when it is about running i think it's that's also handled really well because in the, a lot of the levels, you know those sort of spherical things from Oil Ocean Zone that's sort of not... Yeah, they sort of suck you in and shoot you out into a di- in a different direction. Yeah, that's a standard object in this game. It appears throughout all the levels. And there's like a golden one that you can find in some levels uh, on a sort of a higher-up route. And if you get those, you often go down this sort of long winding path. You're sort of auto-running and you've just got to move left and right and dodge stuff. And those bits are really, really fun. Okay. And there is a level that is based entirely on that as well. Um, and it's just a shame that they never picked that up for another for ideas or advanced on that and some of the other good ideas that this game has. Mm. Um, because, you know, there are some things that let it down. The wisps are back, but they're not particularly well implemented. So there are various sort of problems with the game that sort of... I don't think it reviewed particularly poorly, but I think a lot no, of fans... I think, it, I think it was, you know, just... Sort of, I think it was like seven, six and seven. Yeah, like sort of right? average kind of reviews. But I think yeah. fans haven't really taken to it from what I've seen. Um, and Sega, as a result, have sort of uh, dropped it and, and not taken on any other ideas that it had. So I think it's a shame that it didn't take on the good ideas that it actually had. Um, so yeah, I feel a bit sorry for it, really. I think it's it's an underrated game. Yeah. I do remember it It did get a little bit of a mocking at the time, because uh, as with a lot of games at the time and now, you get pre-order bonuses if you you know order it in advance. Yeah. Um, the big pre-order bonus for Sonic Lost World was 25 extra lives. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it's like, oh, um, uh, okay. well, I mean, thanks. I, I, oh, okay. I'll be needing those then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I, I do want to get the game. So as soon as I'm, you know, budgetary constraints are a bit more, you know, yeah. palatable, I will, I will definitely pick it up. Yeah, I, it's an interesting game. I don't know if you'll love it, but I think it's you, you'll, I you'll think see it'll some blow good me ideas. Away, but it looks like I like I love the art style of it. It yeah. looks really, like I say, really vibrant, really sonicy, hmm. um, and yeah, it, it just it looks good fun to play. So I, I'm not expecting to be you know blown away by it, but I think I think I'll have a good time with it. Hmm. Yeah, I think more people should should give it a chance. Yeah. definitely. got a really good soundtrack as well. Uh, the track I've chosen, the the symphony did a lovely version of this. Uh, this is a track called Sea Bottom Segway. It's a, it's a, a sort of a, a grinding only level where you kind of go in this long sort of tunnel under the sea. 
um, and it's it's really nice. It appears in two different zones. Um, so this is Sea Bottom Segway by Tomoya Otani. Two games left on our list. They both came out in 2017. One of them's good, one of them's not so good. The not so good one came out second, but we're actually going to cover it first because it's nice to end on a high. Yeah, I think that's So idea. bear this in mind that this one came out at the end of 2017 and the other one came out in the middle of 2017. So the one we're talking about is Sonic Forces. Now we have discussed this game at least twice before in the podcast. Yeah. Um I hate it. I hate Sonic Forces. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect you to be so blunt. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't it it's a game that rubs me up the wrong way. And you might say, "Oh yeah, you were saying good things about Sonic 06." And, you know, objectively, I I can't really argue that Sonic 06 
is a is is a better game, but I can argue that I prefer it over Sonic Forces because Sonic Forces just offends me in a way that I will explain. So basically, it's it's another boost game. You've got modern Sonic, you've got classic Sonic, and you've got this creative character person, like a, a you can create your own Sonic character, and they mm. all uh, and their their levels are kind of fairly similar. He's got you know stuff he can do yada yada but see there's, there's the thing is there's four i would say there's four criteria that i require a sonic game to be good at um in order for me to to really like it okay and there's okay. other things but the, if it gets these four things right then i'll probably like it okay. so physics and that sort of includes glitches and stuff as well obviously sonic 06 failed in that bit there's music gotta have a good soundtrack there's level design and there's sort of what I would call world design so how the levels look whether they're just standard tropes or whether they're interesting ideas and visually to look at like you know can you enjoy being in there Sonic Forces fails on every single one of those things (laughs) and that's why I don't like it more than Sonic 06 because Sonic 06 at least gets some of those kind of right in a weird way but it's just it just offends me it's the physics are all wrong. They yeah, took the physics aren't great. Sonic Generations and messed about with the values to make something that just plays really weirdly. You know, you'll you'll sort of start moving and he'll just immediately start running very very quickly, and you've got no real control over him. In the rare occasions where you actually have to do some sort of precision platforming, because most of it is just running and boosting and homing yeah. attacking. There is a level towards the end of Modern Sonic's game. In fact, it's I think it's his last one. Where it's basic, it plays. It feels like a parody of a Sonic game, because all you're doing, literally, the only two things you're doing in that level are boosting and homing attacking, and it alternates between the two, and there is nothing else to do in that whole level. Yeah. And it just feels like someone's made it just to mock Sonic, how Sonic <laughs> games play. But no, it's a real thing, and it's the last level, for God's sakes. Yeah. I don't like the soundtrack. It's. I think people do, but it's just a bit. It's not my thing. It's just too modern and kind of. Ugh, I don't like it. And uh, what was the other thing? The worlds. This is what annoys me the most. Basically, what we've been saying earlier. It's so lazy. It just takes the zones from generations. And oh yeah, they like Green Hill. They like Chemical Plant. They like Death Egg. Let's just chuck them all in this game. Yeah. They and the same with Classic Sonic. Classic Sonic doesn't need to be there at all. They've just taken him. Oh, Classic Sonic's popular. It's, it's like they want the game to appeal to every type of Sonic fan at the same time, and yet it sort of fails at appealing to all of them, I would say. Yeah. Because, it, it, I don't know, I just find it offensive that they think they can get away with that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think... I don't know if I'd go as far as to say I find it offensive, but I think... Mm. <laughs> it just takes itself so bloody seriously. Yeah, that's the other thing. It does. I it, just can't... I can't... <laughs> We've talked about how tonally in- inconsistent it is throughout the oh, whole thing. It, it's all over the place. Yeah. It's all over the place. The whole Sonic being tortured thing yeah. is just... And, and, you know, he's yeah. fine. He's not... And, I don't know. It's just... It just it's so po-faced. And it just... It, yeah. it just makes it unintentionally hilarious. Because, <laughs> it does, yeah. You know, you, you can't... I, I don't know. I just can't imagine there being a Mario game... You know, where uh, Peach and Luigi and Yoshi are all sat round, or Yoshi, are all sat round 
really grim-faced, you know, discussing how Bowser has enslaved the world, and Mario, what's happened to him, he, he, he's been tortured relentlessly, <laughs> and all really seriously, like it's a, you know, like a Tom Clancy political thriller. Yeah. And it's just, it's so ridiculous. It's a, it's a red echidna. Yeah. <laughs> He yeah. punches things. That's his character trait, basically. Mm. You can't have him being all, all leading political a, thriller. It doesn't Leading work. a group of vigilantes. Yeah, vigilantes <laughs> and... Oh, I know, I know. I know. And I know the whole sort of freedom fighter aspect of it is like, you know, from the the, the old Satayam cartoons yeah, and, and the, the, comics. the comics and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I know that kind of thing is a big thing for you know certain parts of the fan base, but I just I just can't take Sonic that seriously. I think to in me, this it's context, just a fun, it's just a fun thing, you yeah, know. In but this yeah, context, definitely a context thing. Yeah, it just doesn't work. I think. Yeah, I yeah as you say, I don't mind the idea that Eggman has taken control over the world because that is quite a, a common idea throughout Sonic history. Yeah, but it's just the way it's done is just so poor. And. I'm gonna sound like I'm like a broken record here, but it's that level. I can't even what what is called where he, what's that 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 like the nothing zone? Oh the yeah, fact, the, the null fact, space. Null mm. space. Yeah, that's a really neat idea. Oh, you know, Sonic's been transfer, transported to an alternate dimension where there's nothing. You mm. know, it's it's a dimension of nothing. How's he going to escape? What's going to happen? You know, that's a really interesting idea they could play with. What happens? You run in a straight line for thirty seconds, and you're out. Yeah, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, <laughs> just mad. I know. I mean, I, for me personally, I, because obviously, throughout the noughties, I was a big Sonic fan, and that allowed me to get through things like the Werehog and Sonic O Six, and get through to the other side and try and find the enjoyment in the games mm. as much as I can. In between Sonic Lost World and Sonic Forces, I sort of discovered other games. So Sonic wasn't really the centre of my gaming universe as much as it was before. Yeah. I got in more into retro games and stuff. And so Sonic Forces comes along, and I, I genuinely don't know if, you know, I, it, I just I would have hated it at any time, or whether it's just because I'm not as into that, as as engrossed in that world, and it has to be good, and I have to enjoy it, kind of thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. that, that that's what I've always wondered. Do I genuinely hate Sonic Forces if it appeared at any time in, in my in my history, or is it just because I've changed as a person? I think you touched on it before, where you know they they stuck in Green Hill and they stuck in um, you know uh, classic Sonic, and they even there's even Sonic in there. You know, <laughs> is there? Yeah, you can you like one of the T-shirts you can unlock has got Sonic oh, on yeah. it. Yeah, and it does feel very pandery. It yeah. does feel like, look, you, you, we're cool. You know, we, we know we know all the the in jokes. Look at us. <laughs> or, oh, we know we know all about the things you like in Sonic. Yeah, it, it's... The, Chemical Plant again. Look. Yeah, you love that. You can't you get enough it. of that. You never you shut up can't. about Chemical Plant. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. Quick, they love it. Do it again. Put it out. Yeah, I really but... hope they've learned their lesson with all that regard. And, and this this decade see some originality again i do think the idea of the custom avatar mm. um obviously it limits the storytelling aspect of it not that that was 
particularly a strong suit in the game, let's be honest. No. <laughs> um, but generally speaking, having like a, a custom avatar front and centre in any game, you know, it kind of limits how it involved and how much flexibility you've got with the storytelling around that character. Because obviously yes. you don't know what the what the player's going to make. He doesn't even have a proper name. Yeah. No. So they just call him Rookie, I think. They, they just call him Rookie, yeah. But I think that idea has potential. I do think yeah. that character creator, I mean, you could make some hideous things with it. Um, mm. I think you could sort of tweak that and refine that. And that's that's an, a feature I wouldn't mind seeing come back in future Sonic games. Um, but the rest of it put in the skip, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't that jazzed by the character creator anyway. I didn't really mess around with it too much for some reason. I don't know I don't know why. I didn't find it the most unappealing part of the game. I think if you're into that kind of thing, and then a lot of people like making their own Sonic characters, and, you know, I understand that. If that's for them, that's well, great. Yeah. Not the, a problem. There's the old but, joke in that you can Google for any name the hedgehog yeah. and you'll find an, an original <laughs> character of it yeah, somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it's a logical feature for those for the people that like to do that. And that's I don't have a problem with that. That's fine. But yeah, um, everything else about the game, I hate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> like you were saying about you know when you you can only praise the interface, you know the menu interface, and yeah, you know, you which know is okay in this one well. as well. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, you know when when the character creator that has absolutely zero material impact on the gameplay or story, yeah. when that's the best thing in the game, mm. uh, yeah, you know, trouble it's, ahead. Yeah, it is funny that this is probably the only game in the series that I'm passionately disliking of. Yeah. You know, there, there are various other smaller games that I don't like, but this one I just it, 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 it just rubs me up the wrong way. I just, as a Sonic fan I find it offensive, but Anyway, that's enough. We've talked. I don't think we should ever talk about Sonic Forces again because no, we've already, we put the boot we've in already enough, given. <laughs> we've said everything that's bad about the game. I think we're ba- Both of us are banned from talking about Sonic Forces forever now. Okay. So right, but you've chosen the track, which is um, the main theme, Fist Bump, which is actually the the only song I actually really like in the game. To be fair, I quite like this. I like it, but only because it's so bad. <laughs> it, it's it's kind of like a so bad it's good kind of thing. Yeah, I quite um, like the tune. I think it's quite it, it's all right, but I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, it's very it's very corny, but I I like it for that reason. That's what you get with Sonic lyrical themes, though, isn't it? They're all pretty corny. They're all pretty corny, but I mean, yeah, this one really pushes the boat out. But um, yeah, <laughs> okay. I I still like it. I un- I unironically like it. I just think it's it's just really corny. But yeah, it's it's great. Give it a play. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Fist Bump by Douglas Robb from some some band called Huber Stank. Together we can show the world what we can do You are next to me and I'm next to 
until the battle's won. No one's gonna get something to us. Into each other we put our trust. Standing united after the fight. It's a brand new day. We have turned the page. Never knew how much I needed somebody to help me. Hubastank. Have yeah. you never heard of Hubastank? Uh, is Hubastank a, a thing? Yeah. Is it? Oh, no, I don't yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're not now. They're not so much now, but they were oh, back right. in, I don't know, 2004. They were very oh, really? Good. What have they done? Um, the Reason. Don't know I'm not going to sing it. No. No, I can't, no. I can't sing that, but um, yeah, they, they were good. I've got to be honest, outside of Sonic music and outside of game music, I don't know music very well. No. It's not my world. I don't, no. yeah, it's not, I just listen to game music all the time. Sorry. Anyway, so now that we've got all that out of the way, let's end on a high. Oh. The highest high we could end on. We're talking about Sonic Mania. The oh, little gem, game. the lovely Christmas, no, it's not a Christmas present, uh, the lovely summer present of uh, 2017 Sonic Mania. For PS4, Switch, Xbox One, and PC, this was developed by fans, developed by Christian Whitehead, Pagoda West Games, and Head Cannon. So, you can't talk about Sonic Mania without talking about the origins of Christian Whitehead and how he started getting involved with Sonic games. Obviously, mm. he uh, originally was famous for the the fan game Retro Sonic. Yeah. And the and the, the Retro Engine. It's so mental to me that I remember us downloading that like yeah. way back when and talking yeah. about on MSN like oh look you know this is really cool this is like the closest the physics have got in a fan yeah. game and all that kind yeah. of stuff for the time it was remarkably yeah. it was a huge step from everything else it was it? it was so much it was so leaps and bounds ahead of everything else yeah. and it's it's just so mental to me to think that we, we were playing it then having no idea what that would evolve into you know yeah. down the line it's crazy yeah. I know so about 10 years after that he put a video out um, on YouTube showing Sonic CD running in his retro engine on an iPhone, I think it was. Yeah. So he ported at least part of Sonic CD to his engine. Um, suddenly the video got taken down, it all went hush-hush. Soon enough, Sega had hired him to make the port a real thing, which was amazing. You know, um, Sonic CD brought up to date with everything else. Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 followed. Um, and they're just amazing versions, you know, probably the definitive versions they're, of those games. Yeah, f yeah, for my money, they're the, definitely the definitive versions. Yeah, and then uh, I remember when this was announced. This was announced on, I think it was the night of the 25th anniversary. So they had a big um, sort of online, well, they had a live Sonic event that was broadcast online, and it was happening at 3 a.m. in our in our country. I thought, I'm probably not going to stay up for that, but if I happen to be awake at 3am, I'll put it on. Sure enough, I was awake at 3am, so I put it on, and I kind of had it on. I was half dozing, and they were announcing all this Sonic stuff. And, yeah, they put the trailer up, and then Christian Whitehead himself came out, and he said, yeah, it's real, it's happening, and it was just mind-blowing. Mm. And, you know, obviously I didn't get much sleep after that. And then when I woke up, I felt like, 
did I dream that? Was that a real thing? <laughs> it was so surreal. It's you know. real life. It's just the way he came out and said, it's the kind of thing that would happen in a dream. Do you know what I mean? Like this, yeah. this, I mean, if, if you've been living under a rock and you don't know what Sonic Mania is, it's, it is like the real Sonic 4, you know, as it, kind of as it would have been in the, in the mid nineties. I think you have to, um, accept that it also has redone zones like Green Hill, Chemical Plant again. I imagine, yeah, I imagine that was mandated. I don't know if, I got no basis Mm. for that, but given their prominence in other games, I would imagine that was part of the deal. We'll let you do it, but you're doing Green Hill and Chemical Plant. (laughs) It's like a contractual agreement for any Sonic game in that decade, yeah. Yeah, but to be fair, they're done really well. Um, Like the, as you move into Act 2 of each of those zones, it almost feels like a whole different zone in some cases. Um, and so there's eight of those zones from previous Sonic games, and there's four brand new ones, and they are just they just fit together perfectly as if they'd always been together. You know, they're they're beautifully done. So you've got Studiopolis Zone, you've got Press Garden, um, uh, Mirage Saloon, and what's the Monarch. other one? Yeah, Titanic Monarch. Mo- yeah, I can't remember that. I don't like that. That's the only one I don't like. That's the only one I don't. I, I like it, but I don't. It's a bit weak as a final level, in my opinion. I think it's because the game keeps the 10 minute time limit and yeah. there's really not much. You, 10 minutes is it's pretty tight to play it. Maybe I'm just bad at it, but I usually I get pretty close to that 10 minute well, yeah. limit playing yeah, do, Titanic yeah. Monarch. So there's not much time to explore and really take in the level. It's just, you no. know, I've got to get there. Do, do You've got to climb up this big tall yeah. thing, go into this massive mech. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's a dream come true, really. For oh, it's a, it's such a good game. Mm, it's funny. I remember um, our old school friend Martino. Yes. In I think it was about two thousand five, two thousand six. He would he would come into my house and we would sit and play Sonic games. I think it was on Mega Collection, and we kind of get try and get the best times and see who would just for old times' sake, you know. And he was saying they should just do this. They should just take levels. They should just do basic levels like these and just do a massive game full of them. And then yeah. put it out. And at the time, I said that would never happen, because at that time that wouldn't happen. You just no, you just wouldn't get that then. in the mid noughties no. Things were kind of moving forward all the time. They, people didn't want to look back. Retro was not a thing yet, so Sonic Team would never have done that. And even in 2017, I think um, the the guy who runs Sonic Team, Izu- uh, Takashi Izuka, said he was really nervous about announcing it because he kind of thought people didn't still didn't want it. It blows um, my mind that. I yeah. really, are we really in such a minority among like Sonic fans that we that we just want a good Sonic game like the no, old ones? No, certainly not. But that's kind of what he thought. I mean, to be fair, it is confusing when you've got so many different... You know, Sonic's been around for 30 years mm. and you've got so many pe- different people coming in at different times. Like, you know, yeah, Sonic that is, is true, yeah. You know, a lot of kids like Sonic now. And, and, you know, they come in at all these, you know, so the next generation, you know, Sonic Adventure 2, that was a whole new generation of fans, people who, who grew up on the adventure games, and that was their thing. You've got people who grew up on Sonic Unleashed, Sonic Generation, Sonic Colors. And, you know, not to mention all the comics and cartoons and everything, you've got so many different fans who want different things. To be fair to him, it is hard to know who to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Because, is, yeah. you know, they're the people who are going to be spending the money and buying it, you know. So... It, but I'm glad that he took a chance on this because this is what a lot of us old-timey Sonic fans who've been there from the beginning want. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just a full-on classic Sonic game, all the sort of in that original sprite style, 
you know they've souped it up a bit it looks really shiny widescreen and everything but it's just it's just it's brilliant isn't it it's just so good i i i I can't say enough good things about it Mm. compared to you know what we were just talking about um with sonic forces and how how pandering it felt with all the 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 sort of references they all felt a little bit shoehorned in there's so many references and little easter eggs and things like this to old sonic games and um sonic fandom but none of it feels forced. It all no. really feels really loving and really, mm. uh, you know, put in from a place of passion and yeah. personal affection. Mm. Um, it's hard to know whether that's because you know it's made by fans rather than Sonic Team themselves because of kind of being condescending. But it could be, but I think... I think even if Sonic Team had done those, it would still feel nicer than, you know, the obvious Green Hill, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's there's so many little touches, isn't there? Just so many little touches. Like one of my favourites is um, uh, Studiopolis. Uh, the when you beat the the, the boss of the zone, um, there's like a TV in the background um, showing like a weather report and things. Mm. When the zone finishes, you can hear a tone playing, mm. and it's the same tone at the that disastrous Sonic Live event that they did, where they were completely plagued with technical problems, and the mics kept cutting out. <laughs> and everything like that, and through on the live stream throughout the whole thing, there was this to- just a tone going. I don't remember that. I have read this. I read yeah. this quite recently. Yeah, um, I don't remember that event at all. Oh, do you not? Yeah, no. I yeah. I remember. I only remember it because it was so mocked, and you know there were <laughs> YouTube videos all over it, like okay. the highlights of cringe highlights and things. Mm. Um, but yeah, this tone was going through the whole thing, and that tone <laughs> is the that. same thing it. that plays at the end. And it's yeah. like it's such a deep cut, you know. No, yeah. no one would really get that, but it's just that little attention to detail, and I love it. The general Sega things in there as well, like there's the 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 car from Daytona USA is referenced. Yeah, that little van that you go in. There's um the uh, what's the, the there's a sign from Streets of Rage I think isn't oh, there? Oh, the pine pot thing. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that level is for. I mean, I think they they spent a lot of time on that level because I think they pitched it to some yeah, that, team. That that's what the, they pitched. That was the the level they showed off to try yeah. and get the the game commission. So obviously they packed, and you kind of can kind of tell you they packed so much into that level. Um, it's just brilliant, isn't it? You know, it I mean, is. It, it's, it's just. Yeah, I love it. I love everything, it, with the exception of Titanic Monarch. I love <laughs> everything about the game, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I was dis- I was disappointed because I didn't know how many original stages there would be versus how many classic stages there would be. I was a bit disappointed that it was a sort of a two-thirds yeah. balance of classic stages versus Again, original I, ones, but it's just I something you have to accept. I think that's, that's Sega insisting yeah. on that. It is a caveat, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it was but... exciting to see which ones they would pick and what they would do with them. They're still great stages to play. Yeah. Um, uh, the, yeah, the, they're so inventive, the things they've done yeah. with them. Like, the, mm. you know, um, the boss of Chemical Plant being Dr. Robotnik's, <laughs> Dr. Robotnik's new beam. It's beautiful. Set, it, Sonic Team would never do that. that no. There's so many things like that that Sonic Team would just never do. I remember because... I was just grinning ear to ear the first time I played through it. There was so just one thing after another. There were so yeah. many cool little touches. And, and the um, the Hydra City Act One boss, where it just reverses, so you're in Eggman's yes. machine and you try and scoop him up. <laughs> it's brilliant. Absolutely I love brilliant. It. I love mm. it. It's so so good. 
why hasn't there been a Sonic Mania 2? Why haven't they announced know. Sonic it's, Mania 2? It is literally the most obvious thing you would do ever, isn't it, really? And I, yeah, and I remember reading that... Um, like, ha- haven't had Canon Games and someone... They, they've moved on to other projects and they're definitely well, not on the payroll at Sega at the moment. So that, it, it really looks like there's not a Sonic Mania 2 in development. Mm, that makes me sad. I know they formed a company called Evening Star, I think. Mm. But yeah, I didn't know that. If that's true, then that's... yeah. That's I remember really reading that. We'll, we'll, we'll have to check it. But yeah, I do remember reading that, you know... Th- Someone did some sleuthing and found, you know, they don't seem to be involved with any projects at Sega at all. After this, I mean, that was the highest rated Sonic game know, in, since, like, Sonic and it. Knuckles, I think. I bought and it, like, three times. I bought it three times as well. It's just, <laughs> I don't know why, I just do, you know. Well, I, I bought it, it's the same, it's, it's like you said with some of the other Sonic games. I bought it on the, um, I bought it digitally because yeah. it was going to, it wasn't going to arrive on time and I didn't want to miss out on it, the physical. Yeah. Version, yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't the physical no. version. It was the um. That was it. Was the, the physical version that didn't have a physical version in it. <laughs> yeah, it was a collector's edition with a code in a box kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I bought it digitally, and then I bought it again for Switch digitally because I wanted to play it portable. Yeah. And then I bought the physical version on Switch when it came out again. So yeah, I bought it three times. Yeah. You know the worst thing about the day when it came out. That night I was so excited about it I just didn't get any sleep. <laughs> which is ridiculous <laughs> and Alice was quite young then and you know I wasn't getting much sleep anyway and it was just and I I, I got I took the day off to play it and I and I was playing it for a couple of hours and I thought I, I've got to go to bed I'm, too tired. <laughs> I'm so tired I've ruined this for myself <laughs> so I had to go and have like a two hour nap yeah mm. oh, it's such a good game though I got, honestly if Sega if Sega don't do Sonic Mania 2 yeah and uh, this year is the perfect what more they, perfect time to announce. I know it. when they did a few weeks ago when they did the um like the, all the announcements of stuff they're going to do this year. Yeah. I thought oh it's got to be Mania Two. It's got to be Mania Two. It can't just, be Mania Two. How could you not? I, I don't understand. If they don't do it, there's something seriously going wrong at Sega. Someone's got to sit it down and have a word. Yeah, I you know, know. There, there needs to be an intervention. Yeah, <laughs> listen. We've been seeing what you're doing. Yeah. I think we'll just have a little sit down and talk to you for a second. There's, there's no shame in asking for help, Sega. No. You know? There isn't. No They'd one's always... going to judge you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a judgment-free zone. Just tell us what the problem is and we'll, we'll, we can sort it. <laughs> we can sort it. We is can it sort music, it. Is it music rights again? We yeah. can sort them. <laughs> we'll pay. We'll give you money to pay them. It's fine. <laughs> Honestly, but how good would Sonic Mania 2 be? You don't know... No shoehorned in classic zones. Just give them free reign yeah, like to do the, whatever they want. The the Sonic game that should have come out in the mid noughties. Yeah. Uh, sorry, mid nineties. It it'd just be perfect. Like a completely original Sonic game. Like I think the non original zones in that Sonic Mania are the only things holding it back from being better than, say, Sonic Three and Knuckles. Yeah, definitely. I think if they were to come up with a game full of original zones and for them to be the same quality as those, I think you'd have a potentially the best Sonic game of all time. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it it might well dethrone Sonic 3 and Knuckles as, as the definitive Sonic experience. Yeah, you if know. they can wrap it up with a good, simple story that is as epic as Sonic 3 and Knuckles is, then definitely so, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't say a bad thing about it. I love, yeah. I love and, everything about it. And, of course, the soundtrack by T. Lopes is phenomenal. Oh, superb. Yeah, his his versions of the original tracks are great. 
but his original compositions are just as good. They're, they're really good. And the one that you've chosen is, of course, Studiopolis Zone at yeah. 1, a.k.a. Lights, Camera, Action. So take us home, T-Lopes. So that about wraps up thirty years of Sonic goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you I think you, you did the right decision leaving Mania to last. Oh we couldn't um, end, I, I thought about this and we couldn't possibly end on Sonic Forces. It just no. <laughs> I've and then I've just I've mentioned it so I've broken my rule, but yeah. We couldn't end on that game. No. Well they technically they are linked, aren't they, story wise? Sadly they are, yeah. You know. They have got the same the the Phantom Ruby. Yeah. Yes. Mm. We didn't talk about the hardboard heavies. I mean, they, they're, oh, they're yeah. worthy of a discussion on their own, but we'll, we'll leave are. that for another time because this is mainly about music, and it? so we'll, we'll stick. I just, I just love Sonic Mania. I just yeah. love it. It's just a great game. Yeah, it's just so I don't, 
if you don't have it, then there's no excuse for you not to go and get it. It's on everything, you know. Yeah, it is. Go buy it. Yeah, buy it, right it was even free last week on Epic Games, I think. It's oh, just it? yeah, yeah. It was. It's just own it. Why do you not yeah. own it already? Go and own it. Go own it. <laughs> right. So um, yeah. So that's that. That was that went all all well, didn't it? That Sonic, oh, I think it did, Sonic yeah. thing. I think that was quite a nice a nice little celebration of all Sonic goodness. It got yeah. allowed me to get a lot of Sonic things out of my system that I've been wanting to talk about for since we started the podcast, really. Because I don't, mm. I don't want to go on about Sonic all the time. I feel sometimes when we talk about Sonic a lot on the show, I feel a bit guilty about people <laughs> who don't like Sonic. I like, oh, make mentioning that Hedgehog again, so I thought we'll get it all out, you know, in these two episodes. If they don't like it, they don't have to listen to it. Um, and then I'm I not w- ruling w- out future Sonic episodes. No, certainly not. No, I think this, I think there's definitely yeah we could do some some of the lesser known Sonic games and definitely. stuff like that. So I yeah. think that, you know if you are a Sonic fan, I think there may be something for you coming up in future. But oh, of course, yeah, yeah. we're not going to rule it out at all. Um, but it's, yeah, if you couldn't tell, it's something I'm extremely passionate about. Um, it's been a it's been a great thirty years, um, even with the highs and the lows. You know. Does make you feel old, though, doesn't it? Thirty does, years. I know. I mean, I, what what makes you feel older? That Sonic One is thirty years old. That Sonic Adventure Two is twenty years old, or that Sonic Generations <laughs> is ten years old? Oh, I didn't think it's Sonic Adventure Dog twenty years old. Yeah, that's because because I remember that. I don't really remember ninety one very well, but I remember two thousand and one, and that was twenty years ago. How's that? Happen. Oh no, it's mental. I remember we were getting through our GCSEs at the time, and and you know the only thing getting me through that was getting to Sonic Adventure Two at the end of that because it came out in the summer. But I can't believe that was twenty years ago. Mental. That is, it is, it is mental. We sound like a couple of old duffers, yeah. but it really is. Oh jeez, I can feel myself aging in real time. Yeah, it's weird when you remember things so clearly and they happened that long ago. I know, I know. I, it is age is weird, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it weird? Because the ch- childhood years, like the nineties, seem to go on. Feel like they went on for like twenty years worth of everything that's happened since. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like twice as long. And to then... me, like in, in my memory, like mm. I thought this when we when we covered Dino Crisis, mm. it do, it feel it literally it doesn't feel that long ago to me that I remember just being sat in the bedroom, curtains closed, lights off, playing Dino Crisis. Yeah, you yeah. know all excited about it playstation was like the hottest thing you know that whole era it really doesn't seem like that long ago and then you actually think about how much time has passed and you think bloody hell yeah i know where's it go you know and you see i talk about the playstation how much you know it's a console that means a lot to me and how you know how influential it was yeah you know kids today be like all right granddad we've got got playstation 5 now and the you, idea that whole people walking around, talking on Twitter, have you know were born not even after that, but after the after two thousand one. You I know, know, it's just these are people that have opinions going around, and they haven't experienced all these things. How is that allowed? I know. How is that allowed? <laughs> How are they allowed to tell us what a good Sonic game is? Well, you weren't there. You weren't there, man. You weren't there, mate. <laughs> you know, sit down. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, that's enough for that. <laughs> I feel like we do that almost every every episode. Something like know, that. We have some sort of rant like that. I know. It really, we're like bloody... Um, what's the, the two ones from the Muppets? Statler and Wardle. Yeah, yeah, that's totally us. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> right. Anyway, so we'll, we'll be resuming regular service um, 
next month when we yes. talk about uh, The Legend of Zelda. Yes. Uh, Minish Cap. Which I've bought a perfectly legit copy for oh, £5 well pounds on eBay. £5? Yes, it's, it must be legit. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Well, yeah. at least, you know, at least it pl- at least it'll, it'll play. You know, you'll find it. It's a game. It'll, you can play it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good. Right. Good. So we're going to um, go and play that. And we'll be back sort of next month or so, um, whenever we've got through a decent amount of it. I will say, just a little teaser, first mm. impressions, good. Mm. Well, excellent. Good. I'm very, very interested to see how you get on with the Zelda. I'm really, yeah. I'm really interested. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be our book club uh, pick, normal episode next next time. So uh, in the meantime, you can talk to us on email. We are podemup at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at podemup. Um, and uh, podmup.live is the one Pod I always forget is our little website with all our previous episodes so yeah there's a whole bunch of them now so go and listen to them see what takes your fancy I just want to add a little a little addendum yeah right mm-hmm. if you got yourself a PC and you got mm-hmm. yourself a little copy of uh, Sonic Generations yeah you can head online and you mm. can find yourself a little mod uh, where you can have Sonic replaced with a, an actual real hedgehog <laughs> It's great. I, I've heard you talk about this before, but I still yeah. haven't seen it. Oh, I need to go and find it out. Yeah, look it up. It's lovely. Little anatomically yeah. correct hedgehog dashing about the place. Beautiful. Yeah, you can also get all the daytime levels in Sonic Unleashed ported into Sonic Generations as well, if you haven't done that. If you, yeah, if I, you want to experience the best of Sonic Unleashed without the worst of it, do that. It's a good yeah, idea. that's a good point. Actually, I do remember that. That was a work in progress project back, you know, when I had a PC and a, you know, I did play a few of those. Very good. Yeah, I mean, it's all finished. They're not exactly the same. They've had to make some caveats, but they're mostly pretty accurate and they're mm. very good. Yeah. yeah. Did you see? Oh, sorry, I keep, mm. we keep going on. No, that's but, all right. Um, there's that dude who's recreating Sonic 06 mm-hmm. and he's he's in remaking Unity, it yeah. from the ground up in Unity. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, it is good. I think. He's, I mean, the game's not good, but I mean the the fact that he's 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 made such a, an accurate recreation. It's in remarkable. It's remarkable. If you play it, I played um a demo, the Kingdom Valley demo, a while ago, and it is it plays exactly like the real thing, which is a good and bad thing. You'd have thought he'd fix some bugs and stuff, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, considering it's done by one guy, I know. It's so oh, yeah. impressive. Oh, I, the things people can do in Unity is is baffling, yeah. and it runs really well too. Just on the, even, I think I just had it on my like my work laptop, and it was running, you know, sixty frames a second, very smooth. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go and check that out. Oh, I might try that then, because that's all I got—a little crummy laptop. So I think it'll run okay. I'm sure I ran it on that on a laptop, and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. give it a shot. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> anything else? Or are we are we done? Um. No, we're done. I was going to say one more thing just as a joke then, but then, nah, nah, we'll, we'll leave it. We've done enough. We've, <laughs> we've, we, you know, we've sonicked ourselves out now, I think. We have, yeah. I'm going to go and play something else for a change. Bubsy. Bubsy, yeah. Bubsy. We should do Bubsy in the book club one day. Oh, dear. Bubsy 3D. Bubsy 3D. Oof. We do all of them. Bubsy 1, Bubsy 2, That was Bubsy one of the 3D. first games I had on my PlayStation as well. Was it? Oh, dear. Yeah. My condolences. Yeah, I haven't actually played it, but I know it's got a terrible reputation. It does. At the time, I played it because it's it's one of the only ones I had, so I yeah. played it. But yeah. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Yeah. Time to go. Good night. Bye. Bye.